talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. Yes, and we just wanted to say up front to everybody, I know you're super worried. We have been using hand sanitizer. We are yes. not touching our face. Um, we don't even meet in person. So basically, yes, we this don't is meet in person. This is a coronavirus, corona free yeah. <laughs> podcast. Um, we will be going through the coronavirus. We're not going to be shutting down. So yes, yes. Well, we'll see. I mean, what if the internet fails or you run out of toilet paper and have to move into someone else's house or, you know? <laughs> is, is that how that works? I'm out of toilet paper. I need to move in. <laughs> yeah. You'll just be begging from corner to corner. Um, but this is an exciting time because we finally get to talk about the most dramatic TV show. <laughs> The most intense um, season yet. It is The Bachelor. And this is like the longest. (laughs) You can't talk about longest. You watch Survivor and Big Brother. And I'm pretty sure those have longer run time. No, not not necessarily. No, The Bachelor definitely has a longer run time than Survivor. That's not even close. Um, because Because here's the thing. Survivor's 13 weeks and every episode is an hour. This okay, was okay, what fine. ten weeks, and no episode was an hour, not <laughs> a single episode in the run. But no, what I was gonna say is like this. I think it for the for the podcast is like the most time spent for like oh, the yeah. least. Ep- you know, so <laughs> I watched how many of these episodes for like one forty-five minute episode that we're gonna do on this show. Yeah, I mean, for anyone who's just joining, Matt has never watched The Bachelor before. I have been a fervent watcher since, like, I don't know, I guess Brad Womack's first season, and then there were a couple there that I didn't watch. But, I mean, it's been a long time, so long stand here. Um, And so I made Matt watch it, and uh, it sounds like he's a big fan. I would not (laughs) say that. I honestly, coming into this, I was, like, putting up a fight, but was sort of like, I think this will be entertaining. You know what I mean? Uh Like, I don't, I'm, this isn't a show that I like want to be telling people that I'm watching, but (laughs) I feel like it will be a guilty pleasure. It, however, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I went in with the, with too high expectations, but I found this to be like very sort of disappointing Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. actually not as entertaining as I wanted it to be. I mean, it like was, but it's such a weird, show like i don't know yeah. i have so many thoughts about it and so many different I'm say you things. made a couple mistakes or i did in making you watch this one okay this show is one of those shows you have to watch with other people it's just way more fun and if you're not watching it with other people then you need to be like on twitter as it's happening so you have that communal experience so you shouldn't watch it bonkers. the day after the episode yeah. <laughs> airs yeah. in bed alone in your room yeah it just takes the fun out of it i think um, secondly, this is one of the worst seasons of The Bachelor I've ever watched. So the whole time I was watching it, I was like, man, I wish like Matt had come in on another, <laughs> another season, another Bachelor. Um, but I mean, I can totally understand your apprehensions. I think a lot of Bachelor stands were feeling sort of burnt out from this season where a lot was happening, but also nothing was really sticking. Like it just... It was a dumpster fire of epic proportions. So that being said, it was a huge success ratings wise. Um, I think it like totally took the cake on Monday night. And I'm sure Bachelor will continue to thrive. They have like three spinoff shows coming this year. Oh my but gosh. we yeah, do that have weird a lot singing to talk blind about. people or whatever. One- yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that looks yeah. bad. Yeah, they've got the music one. They've got like a seniors one in the works. They're doing um, Bachelor Summer Games for the Olympics. And uh, they have Bachelor in Paradise. So it's a lot <laughs> a lot of Bachelor content. But we figured we would jump right into the um, meat of the Bachelor conversation right now by talking about the finale, um, which was crazy. It was a two-night back-to-back, two hours each finale extravaganza and as we talk about it then we'll be able to talk more about what happened before this finale some of the fun things that maybe don't fit into the final two um but I mean how did you 
How did you feel as you as the finale finished? Were you satisfied with the promises of drama and not knowing what was coming next? Or were you left kind of unimpressed by it all? Um, so, uh, <laughs> to be completely honest, oh, no. I watched the, like, I don't know, first three quarters of the first episode uh-huh. and then just sort of watched clips for the rest of it because I was like, this is so long and so like drawn out and dull. Wait. So I feel like I'm caught up on things, but once we got to like the halfway point of the season, I was definitely like fast forward and through stuff because this was just too slow for me, you know? Okay, wait, 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 wait. So you didn't watch the final episode? I, I watched, I would say, about 20 minutes of it in class. it was the only and then good read episode! Some reviews, and then oh read some gosh. reviews. So I, I know what happens. Why I know do what I happens. Do this? Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> You watched like the entire series and then bowed out the it last was forty so minutes. Boring. The last I couldn't. Forty minutes were the most impressive part of the entire series. I I, I watched. I watched some of it. I watched some of it. <laughs> oh my word! Oh my gosh! Well, uh, I just. I know this is payback for something I did to you or <laughs> someone who hurt you once, but I don't get it. It's just. <laughs> I mean, you were so I, I, close to the finish line. You know, it's like it's like bowing out of the of the look, marathon, like you know, at mile yeah, twenty. Except for except for I didn't bow out at mile twenty six. I bowed okay. out at about mile thirteen and got in a golf <laughs> cart, and then you know kept hopping on and off the golf cart for the whole this second half. To me. I mean, um, I get it because there's a lot of dates. There's a lot of boring talking about feelings. Yeah, but the, dates, the whole point like is when, it ratchets when, up to the when finale. they're when they're like feeding their baby kangaroos or whatever. Okay, so here's oh, so you watched that part, but not well. Not no, I, I fast forwarded through that part. Let me. T- <laughs> no, I watched the Barb clips. My gosh, you think I wasn't going to watch those? Okay, maybe I watched more than 20 minutes of the, of the <laughs> final episode. Maybe I watched like 40 minutes, but I definitely did not watch the whole thing. It was just a lot. So okay. let's talk about the final two, showing yeah, yeah, Hannah yeah, yeah. Ann and Madison. Madison? Madeline. Yes. Madison. Maddie Madison. slash Maddie. Madison. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Peter, this whole season for me, has I mean he's been wishy washy. I don't hate him as much as I feel like everybody everybody else is like blaming Peter no, for this bad, bad season. Yeah. I feel like Peter though was good for TV because there was so much drama. You know what I mean? Like no. the most interesting parts to me of this season were like the drama parts, the date parts, and the like. Oh, who does he have a connection with? To me, were like so boring. I guess <laughs> so. Part of the thing that I really like about reality television Mm -hmm. is, like, the stakes of the show. You know, it's, like, on Big Brother or Survivor or The Amazing Race or whatever or Project or um, RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, they're competing for something that is actually something that is good, you know, or that they want. This is real, too, okay? They become influencers. Right. Yes. So, they're competing (laughs) for that. But that doesn't necessarily, like, you can, like, lose and not be an influencer. You know, the winning the show, like like getting the bachelor to propose to you like doesn't really actually do anything because most of the time I think they don't (laughs) stick together and so I found it very hard to get invested in like the romance portion of the show and so him and Hannah Ann I just found like so kind of boring because Hannah (laughs) Ann wasn't really doing anything all season I mean she seems very nice and I did like her in comparison to a lot of the other girls but I wasn't at any point, like, oh, my gosh, like this is the connection that I am living for. Yeah. And then so when their mom and family were like, oh, my gosh, she's so great. I was like, you guys need to calm down because this is very <laughs> average. And and th- their whole family is just obsessed with crying. Anyone who yes. cries for two seconds and they're like, this is my favorite True person. Love. Yeah. <laughs> connection. But then at the same time, like from the get go, him and Maddie have like a lot of chemistry which Mm -hmm. great you can tell that he's obsessed with her you can tell that Mm -hmm. she really likes him but she has Mm. these values that she's very like she's not going to compromise on her at least up till now she hasn't (laughs) and she and she knew that the whole time but then she doesn't bring it up till late which just feels like rude um Mm -hmm. because you would think that i think that he sort of felt throughout the whole season like okay whatever's going on with these other girls doesn't really matter because i know that i'm going to keep madison and i know that i like her the best 
But then when it, it when you get to the final four or three or whatever it was, and she drops that bomb that's like, if you sleep with anybody else, that's a no-go. When you know that he's like super horny and <laughs> sleeping with all kinds of people in real life, it just doesn't mm. really make that connection. And not just the sleeping part, but like she is a very strong Christian. So there's a lot of different things that come with that. And he, yeah. I don't think like really represents he likes any line of dancing. those things. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. He loves to go line dancing as his yeah. mom said, you know, so that's, that's, and Christians can't line dance famously. Yeah. <laughs> so I just don't understand like how he isn't seeing that that's an issue. So right. when she broke up with him initially, I was like, okay, great. Like, this is correct. You should be breaking up with him. But it's also at the same time, like you shouldn't, you should have done this long ago. You yeah. shouldn't like, why are you even on this show? You should have watched the last season and known like our values don't match up. <laughs> so then when yeah. the family didn't like her, I was like, okay, yes, that makes sense. When he proposed to Hannah Ann, I was like, this is just, this is not going to last because <laughs> Clearly, he doesn't really like her that much. He likes Madison so much more. And when yeah. she watches this season, oh, if so she rough. if if it lasts till then, then she's going to be like, OK, because uh, like five minutes before on the episode, <laughs> he's saying like, you know, there's nothing that I like more than Maddie or whatever that yeah. quote was that he said. And I'm well, like, that's a, well, Hannah Ann's still here. This is the crazy here. thing is um, so to offer some context in the past shows is this isn't like un told right there's been other bachelors who have claimed to fall in love with both women or who feel so torn up about one person leaving and then oh yeah falling in love with the other one this season has been especially weird though because peter is so indecisive and gullible and just changes with the wind and so you never quite know what he actually feels so you don't really you don't really know what <laughs> what part of Peter's saying that you can trust because he's always saying, I'm 100% confident. But then that changes within like the next five minutes as soon as someone cries or someone Well, he's just super emotional. Yeah, yeah. He's very untethered in this show. And I think it's um, not helped because The Bachelor got new um, producers. And so this season was actually a lot more like forced a little bit like a lot of weird things were happening from like the champagne gate setup to having all these like catty inter goings on with the couple so I think Peter never felt like fully sure of who these women were and so as he gets to the final two you can just see the panic in his eyes like he has no idea what he wants he just like he is like I've never seen a more insecure man on television he was just like oh, I really wish Maddie would stay. I feel so good about her. This is my everything. She's for my forever. And then as soon as Maddie's left, he's like, well, I still want to be in love. And like my family loves Hannah. So I guess like I'll choose her every day. <laughs> and it's just unreal to watch him try and and like grow a back backbone. On well, the other thing that's frustrating just about the show. I mean, maybe that's just this season, but it feels like they don't know each other at all (laughs) i mean the fact that he could get to that point with maddie and not even understand that she has like this huge part of her life i mean granted yes that's partly on her for not bringing it up but also like how much time how well can you actually know somebody (laughs) in that period of time and how it just shows to me how little time they're actually spending together when that's like a huge portion of her life that somehow has just never come up or been addressed Mm. or he hasn't gotten like inklings on or hints (laughs) of he hasn't asked questions about it's like well those are important things well i think some of it is like we just don't see the boring conversations and this show this season definitely cut out more of those one-on-one talks because there was just so much interrelationship dramas But it is interesting that, like, this was the first episode where we all realized, like, oh, she doesn't even drink alcohol because he talks about, like, oh, I got you some sparkling juice or whatever. So clearly he'd known a little bit. And, like, they also had that talk about her faith and how she was looking for, like, a Christian man to lead her family. And he was like, well, I mean, I guess. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, historically, these couples, even to the final two, have only spent, like, top, like, five to ten hours together you know and most of those are interrupted with interviews and in the moments and all this stuff so So see like insane that's the point that's the part where i'm just like this show for me i it it doesn't feel 
<laughs> I don't know. I just, I can't, like, I just couldn't get invested in it at all. Yeah. Even the, like, their relationships, whatever. And honestly, if other seasons have more of them just on these dates, I found those to be the most <laughs> dull, boring sections. Well, that's because like, you had a dull ugh. cast, you know? It's like, that was also the problem this season is Peter is 28. He was 27 when they started filming Maddie and Hannah are both 23 years old. So there is no way you can suspend belief and think any of these people want to get married at the end of this. Whereas past seasons, it's been easier to believe in the romance. And there's been just enough that have succeeded that you're like, well, stranger things have happened. (laughs) But 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 even the framing of like, you have to get prepared proposed to at the end it's like why can't you just pick one to be like okay this person i'm gonna date longer or whatever i mean i know that Some that's less climactic that. but yeah. but it's still just like i don't know this <laughs> this show for me i just found it like taxing yeah. there were the middle set okay i will say this i will say this for the sh- for the show so the first few episodes i found difficult to get through because i could not tell anybody apart there's so many people and it's just like who is this who is that what is going on and just like sifting through the you know it'd be like oh the girl who has the champagne exploded in her face like i didn't (laughs) i couldn't tell you like what she had done in the previous episode i couldn't tell you who that was in a later episode it was only once it got down to like a limited group that i could tell them apart the middle episodes i found very fun because (laughs) it's like you know who the people are like once it gets down to like 15 you know who the people are there's still a lot of weird people left there's still a lot of drama and it keeps it moving because there's so many people that it's Mm -hmm. not like too slow at any points but (laughs) once we got to like the like where were they with um where they got rid of natasha like i think once once they got rid of mckenna i think that's when it got slow (laughs) Cause that, cause it felt like they got rid of like four people in an episode at one point, and then there was like five or six of them left. And at that point, like the hometown dates, I found boring. (laughs) The the uh, fantasy suites, I found boring. People, because yes, if you sit down and watch this scene by scene, it is kind of like dull. But what's funny about this show, the reason I keep coming back to it, the reason I like find myself entertained so wholly by it is just these like weird glimpses into the psychotic nature of (laughs) our minds. Like it's like these should not be working. They shouldn't be. But then you watch these people who are just crying and tripping over themselves to say, oh, I think I'm falling in love with you as if that's a huge pronouncement. And then you watch Peter like struggle with the weight of dating 20 some chicks at the same time. So there's just these little glimpses into the worst and the best of humanity and then on top of that you just have these crazy one-liners these outrageous statements these huge accusations and it's just this like this insane epic and I think that's really shown in this like final two where yes there were a lot of boring scenes but I thought it covered a lot of interesting things first of all um the big moment of the Monday episode was both girls came to meet Peter's family and um, Peter's family, obviously, they were featured on The Bachelorette last season when Peter got a hometown date. And so everyone loved Barb. They thought his brother was so cool. There was a lot of love for the Weber household. And so <laughs> people were really excited for this meeting of the family, seeing them interact. Um, did you watch this part or did you fast forward? Yes. No, I was still <laughs> watching at this point, the, especially with Hannah Ann, which was so dull. Yes. The... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought the family was like right on. I mean, peop- I saw people <laughs> online being like, Barb's the worst or whatever. But like, yes, clearly he should not be with Madison. Like, we can <laughs> all see this, that that is a terrain wreck waiting to happen. But wasn't and even it funny he- that it seemed like Barb was mostly upset that Maddie tried to tell Peter that he couldn't sleep with other girls? <laughs> I mean, yes, but also like... Barb knows what her son is doing. She watches like <laughs> oh, like yeah, this. This family feels like one of those weird families. It's like a little too open with each other, yeah, you know, like where are. everybody knows everybody's business. Which for me is like a little bit creepy. <laughs> but at the same time, nobody knows what he wants or needs better than these three members <laughs> of his family that he's really oddly close to. If they're all like 
dude, you like going out and sleeping with people all the time. Are you going to want to like stay home and do Bible study for the rest of your life with this woman? <laughs> it's like, uh, I think that they're correct in yeah. saying so. But so when she they they, handled it differently, because it seemed to push him in the other direction. I mean, I think that he was just so obsessed with Madison for yeah. whatever reason from he the jump. Her. Yeah. Like, I mean, yes, I think part of it is that he couldn't have her. But I think even before that, he was just, like, infatuated with her. I don't know if it's her looks or what. But this whole... (laughs) Oh, my gosh, her eyelids. They look like weird, creepy spider legs. (laughs) Like, they were just so disturbing to me. And I was like, have they always been this bad? Am I just noticing? The problem was that her hair was also so bad all season (laughs) that I think it distracted from her weird, creepy eyelashes. It was like she, nobody gave her a brush at any point. Like always her part line would be like, (laughs) would be like, uh, I don't even know what the word for it is. Like she'd have like wispy, weird, bumpy hairs all up at the top near her part. I think with her eyelashes, she started the show with, like, extensions, but then by the end of the show, she needed them to be updated, and they weren't, so they were just, like, very thin, and, like, she started using mascara, and it just was crazy. (laughs) That's my take on it. But the thing about Maddie in these final episodes is she is so uninterested in being there. She's physically, like, repulsed by Peter. And she shows up to this meeting the family day, sits down on a bench and immediately is like, I don't even think I want to be here. Like, I, I hate that you did this to me. And Peter's like, I mean, can you blame me? (laughs) And they have this like a huge conversation, which I'm sure you fast forwarded through. I watched parts of it. (laughs) And it was like, you could see Peter basically begging her. He's like, how do I fix this? How do I make you feel better about me banging other chicks, even though I was going to propose to you? And she's like, I'm so strong. And he's like, yeah, you are. Tell me more. And she's like, I love the people I love. I'm loyal to a fault. And she just starts listing these like <laughs> mantras until finally she's like, and I, I, and I love you. And he like, he's like, oh, there we go. That's all I ever needed from you. And he like drags her in to meet the family. And his mom is like, why were you so late? And then Peter forces Maddie to like take the fall and explain like, oh, we were just having a fight. And so immediately the family is like against Maddie because she's yeah, not Yeah, but like... they were against her from before that. Because when he was <laughs> yes, trying to yes. explain the situation to her, I mean, yeah. I think they were going to hate her no matter what. Because when he was explaining like in the when it's just the family and they're like oh who are the girls and he's like oh hannah ann she's great blah 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 blah. and then maddie sounds just like you right yes and then when they hannah ann was such like a goody two shoes and was just like sobbing the entire time they were obsessed with her there's no way that (laughs) madison was going to come in and be able to do anything that was going to get them to like her more than hannah ann i was (laughs) honestly like I felt like everybody was sort of making the best decision for themselves through like the second hat, the second episode, because it's like, I can see how Madison like doesn't want to be there, but also clearly she has an attraction to Peter too. He's telling her everything that she wants to hear (laughs) that he'll do whatever she wants. So it's like, okay, sure. Go along with it. And then it's only when she gets some alone time that she realizes like, no, I need to break up with him and does it. (laughs) Hannah Ann is, you know, a mild idiot and also only 22 and is just like smitten. Peter clearly loves Madison the most, but also likes Hannah Ann and is also just like willing to do whatever the last person tells him to do. And the family (laughs) can see that Madison is bad news. Where it goes crazy for me is when we get to the second episode and somehow or another Madison decides to come back. Like, that's the part where I was like, no, because Hannah Ann, when he breaks up with Hannah Ann, yes, good choice. When Hannah Ann gives him that long speech, good choice. When the parents are like, <laughs> wait, don't wait, get wait. back with Matt. We have to talk about the engagement, though. Like, like oh, the that was... weirdness of this engagement. Oh, my gosh. Scene. It was the most awkward engagement I've ever seen. It was like, I don't even know how to describe it. She was so... <laughs> like shocked that it was, was happening yeah yes yes well she didn't she almost didn't even come yeah which, which also can we talk about that for a second yeah. she 100 percent was coming all along and that was like a stunt that the host was like this will rile him up a little bit we'll say that yeah. maybe she's not coming 
Yeah. I mean, it's crazy because the episode before, after Maddie left, he went and saw Hannah Ann, still didn't tell her Maddie had left and was like, my heart's being pulled in two different directions. And Hannah kind of lost it a little bit. She's like, I've given you so much and you're not giving me anything. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, Hannah, are, do I like you now? And then <laughs> so this proposal happens, which it should never have happened because he was clearly in no space to do so. But he was like, I am 100 percent confident. I'm going to choose her every day. And then he starts his proposal by mentioning Madison by name. It was so cringe. He was like, well, and also saying that she was gone. Yeah, he's like so. Madison, Which it's like she left. She left. Ago. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh well, now I'm what the default option. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and she seemed sort of like I've never been sold on either of these girls actually loving Peter that much. Hannah Ann seemed very surprised and a little anxious that she was getting engaged on television and wasn't just getting more modeling gigs from this whole thing. But then they end up engaged 20 minutes into the finale. So everyone knew it was going to go badly. But then, yeah, it cuts to a new feature in a lot of these Bachelor seasons, which is after after the pre-taped show, this like engagement thing, production will follow them into some sort of dramatic meetup where something usually goes wrong, like Ari broke up with his um Which, okay, I have a question and then, just yeah. about the, like, logistics of all this. Yes. So, <laughs> this season was shot when? Like, this past summer? This past no, like fall? fall, winter, yeah. Okay. So, but, like, months or ago, no, it was. Ended. You're right. It was shot, yes, it ended, like, four months ago. So... So then do like, let's say Peter and Anne, Hannah Ann are actually like in love. Yes. They, they cannot see each other right. in between so, or like very yeah. rarely. Yeah. The way it works is they set up these like couples retreats. So like once a month they have secret houses they can go to and meet up for a weekend. But otherwise it's very hush hush, very like <laughs> separated. That's why a lot of these relationships don't work because they end up having to watch like their relationship play out on screen without well, any real world experience to root them. And then the producers are like, oh, we're just going to have cameras here too, just in case so like, something interesting goes thing. down. So it first started with Ari, which was only like four seasons or two bachelor seasons ago. And so Ari made the decision to dump his first pick. And he told Chris he was going to do this. And Chris was like, or the bachelor production team was like well let's film one of these couples couples retreats so we can see you do it <laughs> very exploitative very sad it was very traumatic well, but the that whole show is that way yeah. so let's not pretend <laughs> yeah. like they were ever above the bar <laughs> so that set a precedent the same thing happened with hannah brown season when she ended up dumping her first pick as well and i think it sort of came because they realized that the audience doesn't respond well to a change of heart unless there's some proof that it had soured you know months past and Mm -hmm. so because the first guy to do this was Jason Tarchik who was like or no Jason Mesnick who was years ago and he he got engaged at the end of the episode then on after the rose was like I hate her and I'm choosing my second pick like live on air no one liked him everyone hated him it was a huge disaster and so I think this was meant as sort of a uh, middle ground to see like see they tried and it didn't work but now you have to forgive them because time has passed so it seems like they got engaged and then like a month later they're at one of these couples retreats the cameras come and it was very obvious that Hannah knew that they were about to break up that the love wasn't there they had some sort of fight about things we did not see but it seemed to be about how Peter wasn't over Maddie and how she wasn't that into Hannah and how they just like were not on the same page. And so Hannah got to finally power up and be like, I don't need no man. And so she, she dumped him and it was, it was amazing. I, which here's another question. Has anyone ever, so the, the way they pick the bachelor and bachelorette or whatever, at least recently is that Mm -hmm. they pick someone like from one of the previous seasons. So, Usually, I would assume they pick somebody who, in general, people like or have a favorable opinion of. But I feel like no matter who it is, by the end of their Bachelor Bachelorette season, everybody sort of, like, hates them a little bit. Like, isn't it? (laughs) No, no, no. 
like most, do I feel most like most of the final girls are very beloved. The people who who come back and and are the actual bachelor. Yeah. People like them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mean like I if Hannah like, Ann were to be the bachelorette, like would people be mad? Well, no, not would people be mad at her, but I feel like then by the end of that, per- like Peter, it's like, I think when he was on last season or whatever, people were like, oh, he's sweet. Like he likes his family. But then when you have to watch him for a oh, whole, yeah, a whole yeah, season, yeah. then by the end of that season, people are like soured on them. Is that fair <laughs> no, to say in no, most cases? No. Most people are very, most bachelors come out looking great. Everyone loves Hannah B after her season. Jojo was a huge hit. Rachel, like. All these bad. Peter is a disaster. I don't think anyone likes him. No one likes what he did. He's probably the worst bachelor to well, ever. I feel happen. like, I feel like that people. I mean, I don't know. I I wasn't really following along, but I feel like just in the ether of like pop culture that I know that I feel like people didn't. In ge- I don't feel like I've seen a lot of people on Twitter being like, "Oh my gosh, Hannah B, greatest thing ever after her season." I know that people didn't like whatever that football player was who jumped over the wall. I feel like they didn't like. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like people. Because I mean, maybe I am. People definitely love Hannah B. Colton, maybe not. Ari was definitely the most hated man in Bachelor Nation until Peter. <laughs> but I, yes, I just feel like if your you're, point, if some people get sick of him. If you are beloved after the season that you're on, because you get to like the final three and then you get dumped, I feel like if you want to stay really beloved you don't come back as the bachelor or bachelorette because then you have to be the one who's dumping a lot of people i feel like you look best if you were like a fan favorite who like got bopped out too early (laughs) rather than come back and then have to kill off a bunch of other fan favorites i totally no i'm i'm sorry but that's just not true there's so many bachelors and bachelorettes who remain or even are more loved than when they started shelby how dare you disagree with me i watched (laughs) At least a third of this finale. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, then you saw the part where Hannah gets to confront Peter on the final rose after the final rose, like live television event. And she has Mm. this very well rehearsed. um, Did you skip it? Did I watch that part? I think I maybe <laughs> skipped that part. I the well, la- whatever last week's episode was so deathly dull in all of those interviews that this round of interviews I was sort of like okay let's get through these. I did yeah. watch the one with the mom though, like the mom sayings. I was like okay, yeah. she's an interesting person. Well, that's what was amazing about this finale is they had a reaction cam basically trained on Barb. Pizza yes and she was cheering yeah. she was like cheering when because i watched the the breakup scene or whatever yeah. where yeah, hannah ann is like i'm well. done with you i don't I need you or whatever <laughs> and the mom was cheering because the mom likes <laughs> hannah ann more than she likes peter because yeah. the mom <laughs> hates madison which is like i madison seems very nice to me but yeah. i can see why the mom is like <laughs> she is bad news this is not I mean, I 100% agree with her. This relationship is oh, not going to work so out. Funny and Peter is, is going to be like, Mom, you're right. <laughs> like, within six months, he says that. What's Those so words come is, out of his mouth. Um, Hannah was on a podcast today, and she admitted that that Barb had reached out to her a few times since the breakup. And, like, she's like, I love Barb. It's going to be so hard to, like, let her go, but I have to cut all ties if I'm going to move on. <laughs> so, like, Barb is, like, still trying to adopt Hannah is, Ann into the I mean, family. <laughs> This is a real thing. Like one of my brother's ex-girlfriends, my parents are like obsessed <laughs> with. And it is a little disturbing, yeah. quite frankly. It's so, <laughs> yeah, it's like, but, no, yeah. she's gone. Like we don't need to be sending her texts every now and again, you know? But yeah, but Barb is team Hannah. She gives like a standing ovation when Hannah lays into freaking peter for leading her on for not being clear about how where his feelings were for robbing her of her engagement for promising her things he couldn't keep it was all are great. you I, not team barb no i feel like i'm getting barb. some resentment from you yeah. on barb i'm not team barb i'm really not team anyone except i will say um one of my favorite things is like watching women realize they that men are trash and so <laughs> You don't say. Yeah. So when Hannah Ann, who had spent this whole season playing the cool girl, being like, oh, yeah, you can you can sleep with whoever you want. Like, I'm totally chill. I was like, whatever. I don't like you. You just seem sort of fake. 
And then here she's like, wait, I deserve so much more. Like I've given so much more to this dude who's not even meeting me halfway. And so to watch her like rise like a phoenix from the ashes of this toxic relationship, I was like, yes, queen. Well, she's (laughs) friends with McKenna. That's why. Oh, yeah. You made me found my damn voice. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. McKenna. What a But anyways, yeah. Barb cheering for Hannah as soon as Maddie comes on screen. It's like. It's like Scowl City. She is just groaning. She's rolling her eyes. She's whispering to her husband. She cannot know that the camera is on her this whole time because she is not holding anything Oh, she 100% knows. That whole family (laughs) is like wants to be on TV. You know what I mean? Like you can just tell. There are some of the, in those like home visits or whatever, you can tell that some of those people are like, hate every second of it and they're only doing it because they're like child is sort of forcing them to Mm -hmm. and then who is like i wanted to be on this show but i'm too old so like i'm living (laughs) out my fantasy now and that is peter's mom like she is obsessed with being on here if they invite peter's mom to bachelor next summer or whatever you know whatever the (laughs) summer version is she will be there with like so excited where some like my parents, if I had to go on this show and they had to do any of this, they would die. Like there is, <laughs> they would be so awkward, so stilted, they wouldn't be able to handle themselves at all. It would be like the worst TV. They would, you'd have to like have them memorize lines ahead of time and then they'd forget them. Like, I just can't think of a worse, <laughs> like a worse hour of tell. I mean, it would actually maybe be more entertaining than this because they would just be so bad, but like, Oh my gosh, terrible. But clearly they did not really have to prep this family very much. They were like, just sit them in the room and they can like come up with these, they can, you know, like do whatever. Have a meltdown. I mean, I get your idea that they're comfortable on camera, but I don't get the sense that any of it is like heightened or exaggerated or put upon as like a, Oh, I'm on TV. I have to make good TV. Like, it feels very sincere. I'm not saying that that they're, like, hamming it up for the television camera. But I'm saying that I think that the mom is really dramatic just in general. (laughs) And at no point was she like, I'm going to hide this for the camera or try to be, like, more, have more decorum. (laughs) I mean. Right. Well, she was having so... a meltdown in the hotel room when she knew that she was on camera. <laughs> so I don't think that just because I don't think the reaction cam yeah, was like, yeah. what? That's I was fair. on there the whole time. <laughs> no, I think that she, she was fine with feel it. Guilty about it. She um, hates. And the thing with Peter is like, he's so that I think she knows about Peter is that he's so emotional and he's yeah. so like flip floppy that she can say whatever he wants. She yeah. wants about him. And when he breaks up with, Madison which will inevitably happen most likely she'll break up with him he'll be devastated and come back to his parents and be like you guys were right and they'll be like yes bud yes bud we were we are great and now we love you and oh you know like go you can go back line dancing again Yeah, I mean, I think he lives at home, too. So super awkward times at the Weber house right now. But so the last half of the finale, the second episode of the finale is basically Chris trying to create a happy ending out of this hot mess. And so he's like, oh, I went and talked to Maddie. And they have this like awkward conversation where he's like, I have news. Peter is single. (laughs) And then Maddie's like, oh, wow. Um... Uh, I don't know. I guess I still like him. Yeah, I guess I can go see him. And so then they surprised Peter at some it seemed to take place like a month or so ago. So like maybe a month or so after he ended things with Maddie, I mean, with Hannah, Maddie shows up and they have this awkward like reunion where they don't like kiss. There's nothing like happening, but they're just like hugging and I guess happy to see each other. But it's very unclear what happens and so then chris brings maddie out to the live studio audience and he's like hey what's the story here and this is where things take a dark turn because you have barb in the left corner who's just like so unhappy peter's like well i mean we're just taking it day by day is it gonna be hard yes is it an uphill battle yes and everyone's just like okay like i guess this is a happy ending technically But then Chris is like, hey, Barb, what do you think? (laughs) Did you expect her to say these things? Did you expect Barb to go this crazy, like this out, 
out loud. No, but I think it. at this point I had actually stopped watching the episode oh, and then no. was just watching clips. So no. I didn't, I did, I, you know, I missed the whole part about like uh, the him setting up with Maddie or whatever. I mean, yeah. I knew that they got back together, but then I mostly just watched the Barb uh, clips. I'll never forgive you for this. Well, anyways, it Barb. was so <laughs> long. It was so long. And I you was watching it last night. the very last episode. It was just, it was just a little bit to go. It was just a Look, tiny bit It was bit like 1230. I was like, <laughs> I can't. I have to wake up early tomorrow. This oh. is not holding my interest. Okay. Okay. Well, anyways, Barb lays into Maddie. She's like, oh, I watched this. Yes. She's I like, know. okay. The re- the problem I have is Hannah Ann is so lovely. I love Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann and I clicked right away. She's my girl. I love Hannah Ann. I just don't have that connection with Madison. Madison showed up late. She didn't apologize. She didn't want to meet us. She didn't even say she loved my son. So how could I love her? Peter says absolutely nothing because he's a <laughs> little spineless jellyfish. Matt leaving Madison to just like smile stiffly and be like, um, yeah, I mean, I w- I'm not ever going to say anything ill. Like I love Peter. So I love his family. This is just, this is fine. Chris then lets Barb keep talking. And he's like, how can we get through this? Like, what do you think it's going to take? Okay. Okay. I feel like you are trying to make it out. Like Chris was like trying to alleviate the stress here. No, he 100% is like, I know what good I... TV is. And this mother is crazy. And we're just yes. going to let her keep talking. Yes, but I also think it's important for The Bachelor to always end on a on an optimistic note. Like, that's always been their bread and butter. Even when couples break up, it's always the hope of the next couple. So I think he was surprised at the fervor with which Barb came from But Maddie's then the neck. way they ended the season, right, was by bringing out the girl from the next <laughs> one for the next one. Yeah, but this was all, like, it was clear to me that they ran out of time. Like they usually have a lot bigger segment with the new bachelorette. They sometimes even pull out new men for her to meet from her show. So it was like, I think the Barb thing derailed them in a way that they didn't expect, but yes, they rolled with because it's good television. But I think it was sort of like a surprise at how angry she was. I also think that it's just so obvious that Peter and Madison are not a good co- couple. <laughs> like, I think everybody That's knows that. That's very true. That's very true. I think my issue with Barb is she didn't need to air that out on TV. She didn't need to make it a battleground where now none of this needed to, to be on TV. And yet here we are. No. I, I don't understand why you're this. Barb was literally a heaven sent blessing to the back half of this season and the fact that you're sitting here poo-pooing it is honestly mind-blowing barb literally said to maddie's face to an internationally watched show they just are gonna have to fail to um to like yes. succeed or whatever and we all uh, know this barb is speaking <laughs> truth to power and barb i am here for is it the mother of a child who is making a choice and she should support it at least in public you know that's the uh, very least you can uh, do because then know. she turns to her husband and tries to sneakily say in spanish like she tells him something in spanish she asks him to say something bad too you've got to help me so it's like she was fully coming for Maddie in this moment, which is just like inappropriate and it's just weird and uncomfortable and rude. And it's just not a good look for Barb. You cannot weird and uncomfortable Barb- and rude is this whole show. <laughs> but that's your opinion. But do you really think Barb looked good or was she just look, good television? Look. If my mom was saying this on TV, would I be happy with her? (laughs) No. But I also think that Barb knows that she can say whatever she wants and Peter is not going to care in five (laughs) minutes. And that also this is good publicity. And I think that that family... I think that family understands that they are... That, like, publicity is good for them. I don't think that they're stupid. I don't think I think that was just a mama bear reacting. I have I mean, I I think think so, too. But I I don't think she was thinking ahead. I think she was emotionally reacting, which is exactly what Peter did throughout his season. 
Like, there's a difference between planning ahead something and holding something back. You know, yeah. like, I think that, she, did she come into this thinking, oh, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this? No, I think it was emotionally in the moment. But I think also she knew that she could be <laughs> emotional and that that would be not something that's necessarily bad, no matter mm. what happened. Like, I think that she felt okay, I can say this and this is not going to be like a net negative for her. And I don't think it is. I feel like I saw, at least on Twitter today, lots of people were like, she's crazy. But also a lot of people were like, she's also correct. I don't think, <laughs> it's not like, it's not like everybody loved I Peter and Maddie. And she was. I think she's wrong to air it out on national television. But the whole thing's on national television. That's and, not know, like, the issue. Point, there are there are boundaries still that exist. Okay, That's let's move on. Let's the, let's talk about something else. This is language. so dull. <laughs> oh, are you gonna skip this too? Just like fast forward I, I mean, the next two minutes. I and I, see I could. <laughs> I could. No, I mean, I mean the, so then you have Maddie and Peter. They sort of are awkward on this couch, and um, it was unclear if they're they're clearly not engaged. I don't know if they're dating. Usually after The Bachelor ends, they go on this promotional tour. They do like Good Morning America. They post lovey-duddy Instagrams. There's been silence across the Peter camp. Nothing from Maddie. Only one well, how much, note from Hannah. But also, how much time have they gotten to spend together? Probably yeah, not exactly. that much, right? And yeah. also, I mean, I'm assuming that Madison was like contractually obligated to come to this thing either way um so so you think she was just there to like you think she's already dumped him or what do well you, i don't do think you she's mean? already dumped him but i think that like they they got together you know whatever on camera like she clearly has feelings for him he has feelings for her they're like okay now that I think Madison's like, now that we're out of this show setting or will be soon, we might as well at least give this a shot and see sort of like how it works in a real world situation. So not that they're like dating or not dating, but they're just like open to it. And mm-hmm. she has to be at this thing anyways. So she's going to come. They, they're they not on bad terms right now. So, <laughs> I mean, but I don't think they're necessarily bad getting... terms after that <laughs> Barb showdown for... Well, yeah, but she wasn't prepared for that. I mean, (laughs) Madison didn't know that was coming. Yeah. And she's not just going to get up in the middle of the thing and be like, well, now I'm breaking up with you because (laughs) I don't like your mom. I mean, she might say that later, but. definitely should. Oh, but but why wouldn't she say it then, Matt? If it's like anything happens on television. Well, because (laughs) Madison is clearly someone who is much more reserved. I mean, she there were things about her that were very important for people to know that she did not say until the yeah. until she absolutely had to ha- have them pried out of her mouth basically <laughs> i mean even when she goes and tells him that she is that she would be uncomfortable if he sleeps with somebody else in the fantasy suites <laughs> she does not tell him that she is yeah. does not want to sleep with anybody until she's married which is yeah. a huge thing that she should have mentioned like within Definitely. the first few weeks of the show <laughs> so she's like extremely withholding where peter's mom i think is like not She's yeah. not concerned about that. So one criticism this season is that none of the girls seem to be there for the quote unquote right reasons. Um, do you think Maddie and Hannah Ann actually wanted to get engaged or they just got way farther than they ever expected? Well, I find the right reasons hard to understand <laughs> because do I think that really anyone is there to fully like get engaged to the person at the end of the show and be like, and this will be the person that I marry only McKenna. I think she's the only (laughs) person who was there for, with that in mind. I think a lot of people are there of like, I think this will be fun. Who knows? Maybe I'll fall in love with him. If it's great and I win, maybe it'll work out. So I think that they were both, I don't think either Hannah Ann or Madison were there as like a, Oh, I 100% know that this isn't going to work. And I'm here to like promote myself on Instagram. I think that they were probably like, that was part of it that they're going to be famous, yeah. but also that this might be fun, but also that they liked Peter in the last season and could see him dating people. I mean, especially if you're someone who's a really casual dater anyways. Yeah. It's like, what's the 
<laughs> what's the harm in going on this show where you're going to make a lot of money and get a lot of press time? Right. And if you end up meeting someone and they are your husband in the end, well, then great. But otherwise, I mean, I don't think that most people on the show are going into it, especially with like the limited amount of time they have. Well, thinking, yes. Like, but I yes, guess I at mean, and I'm going to be married. I guess I mean, do you think they were sincere in their feelings for Peter or at a certain point they were just like playing it up? I think camera, that they were. The I think I think that they were sincere. I think they oh. both really liked him and that it was just that they didn't know him very well. But I do yeah. think, okay, so I think Madison like actually liked him and I think was more attracted to him than she wanted to be <laughs> and was sort of like, um, I don't know, found it difficult to decide what she wanted to do because yeah. she was attracted to him. I think that Hannah Ann is just somebody who like thought that this is what's expected of her and so yes. she did what she was supposed to do. I don't think that she was there for malicious reasons, but I also am not 100% <laughs> sure that she ever really liked Peter that much other than yeah. everybody else was like, we like Peter. And she's like, oh, I'm supposed to like Peter. And she's competitive, yeah. we know. So she was just like going in that direction. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with that. I think I think that's a good read on Hannah. It's also funny because you can tell I think personally, there was a lot of signaling that they would be ready to be the Bachelorette because in that show, you have to know that you're in the running, not only to win the Bachelor's Heart, but to maybe get your own show. And so it's interesting to think of her breakup scene and the rehearsalness behind it and just thinking of if she's trying to gun for that spot, because that's what's happened the last couple of times is the rejected one gets their chance to find true love and oh, so yeah. do you think there were some energies there where it was like <laughs> i mean i think with hannah ann definitely <laughs> with madison it's like i don't think that she was giving enough really because yeah. she was sort of withdrawn in a lot of parts and yeah. she didn't say what she needed to say i felt like so i don't think that i didn't get that with her yeah. i feel like if we're looking at the like sort of the larger swath of contestants, I feel like Kelsey was legitimately obsessed with Peter and she yes. was very upset when she didn't make it. I think <laughs> yeah. Victoria was fake and was not there for probably the right reasons to begin <laughs> with and maybe liked Peter, but also like, I don't know that the fakest person was the other Victoria, the blonde one who yeah. was like lying and saying that like, I could not stand her the entire time. She was well, from the beginning where she was like, oh, I get motion sickness <laughs> and oh, this, that was oh, bad. Yeah. And she, there was something else that she couldn't do at some point. Yeah. Oh, she couldn't like play basketball. She yeah. had to like sit football, out for yeah. a football game or whatever. <laughs> and then she was saying that she didn't know that other girl, what was her name? Alicia or whatever. Elena. And it, uh, yeah. And it turned out that they had gone on <laughs> vacation together and she lied about it. And then she like had a whole stink about, well, you, I've, you, I feel like you just don't know me or you're just yeah. rejecting me or whatever. And it's yeah. like, no, you were the one who lied, you crazy person. <laughs> yeah. And then when she came back for the women tell all, she was up to her usual gimmicks of like, <laughs> I don't know. There was yeah. a lot of like the women supporting women, which is great. <laughs> but I feel like sometimes that's like a posturing thing. Like it felt for like sure. a lot of people were like using that line to kind of protect themselves at the women tell <laughs> yeah. all, which... I don't well, know. what was so funny about Madison and the reason I kind of think that um, she might have been gunning for Bachelorette is early on in the season, like this is right after her one-on-one -on -one date, a fan account, there's a fan account for Madison, right? People start these fan accounts on Instagram. And Maddie herself commented as this fan account onto her picture and was like, oh, you're so genuine and nice or something. What did she say? I wrote this down. It was Wait, so funny. She, she as herself commented. So she I'm confused. as herself commented to say, wow, you're, this is a beautiful date, Maddie. You are so genuine and real. Immediately deleted it because it became obvious to everyone that she had started this fan account for herself <laughs> and hadn't toggled between the two accounts. To then leave this comment on the uh, from the from the account she meant to is a tangled web. But people realize like she had commented as if she was commenting as a fan, but it was herself. So people surmised that she had started her own fan account, which was then sort of 
proven and quickly deleted. So she started her own fan account because she, at this point, knew she had been dumped, knew she would be in the top two, knew she was in the running for, you know, if not Bachelorette, then at least getting a lot of followers, getting a lot of promotion. Like she was you know playing the game in a way i think well, that doesn't come across in the show i can see i could see her after the fact being very or yeah. maybe be <laughs> wanting that but i think in the moment i i i don't know she seemed very conflicted throughout the yeah. whole thing and yeah. she did if she was gunning for it i feel like she wasn't doing a very good job of it because <laughs> yeah. she wasn't being so as like honest as she needed to be yeah well, so those are the that's how the series ended, but were there any other moments oh that gosh. you were just like what was your favorite showdown? I mean, my favorite moment was when Tammy and McKenna went <laughs> on that like two I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't even remember why they hated each other, but they did. And they had that two on one and he got rid of Tammy and then he turned around and got rid of McKenna right <laughs> after that. I thought that was so funny. Um <laughs> I I loved the first like five minutes of the women tell all where they were all yelling at each other and then they switched over to like and we're gonna bring somebody up on the couch and then the whole rest of that was boring so deathly dull I really liked yeah I liked the middle section where it was like Tammy and McKenna and everyone was sort of like fighting with each other um those were my favorite sections who else was in there Kelsey was being crazy once it got once it got to the point where it was like down to uh, and Aaliyah, I like that part. All all of all of that section I liked. Once it got the early stuff, I found it difficult to tell people apart, so I found it hard to track. And the later part, I thought was so boring. But honestly, I think that if they trimmed this down and made it so every week's episode was only an hour, I would like it so much more. Oh, yeah. It's just so long and i find myself like drifting off during these episodes i mean the thing with with like with survivor is that the episodes are only an hour and they pack stuff in there it's gotten to the point where now they like have have started cutting like pieces of the game sort of because there's just so much stuff with the characters and so much drama and then with big brother it's on three nights a week but i usually skip the middle night because <laughs> it's like sort of the boring night and just listen to the recaps oh, so it's I'm like trying to sense the theme here but part of it is like if it's too much time it's too much time you need a trim you know <laughs> It's like, leave me wanting more. Don't leave me exhausted. But I see, don't see a reason why it, every episode has be, to be two hours. If they trimmed it, you'd be unhappy because they would feature the relationships growing. Because well, no matter how you the, cut it, this show wants to be about love. And they're not going to... They've leaned into the drama a little too much. They're trying to pull back. But if they were to, to cut it, the thing that would end up on the cutting room floor is the, is the inter-drama. But it's only... 10 weeks or 11 weeks that this has been so i think like spread it out make it like (laughs) 16 weeks and have each week be an hour and then it's more manageable (laughs) and also like i i just like it felt like some of the episodes they had legitimately too much stuff and then some of the episodes they had two hours and when you have two hours every week that's tricky like the hometown dates could have been an hour-long episode that didn't need (laughs) to be two hours it was way padded but then some of those early episodes it felt like maybe they could they would have benefited of spreading it out into two weeks and you know i mean or or have a random this week where it's two hours every now and again (laughs) but if you have it as a longer season you know you can maybe do that three times in the season and it's more interesting rather than have it be every week and some weeks be three hours and some weeks have two nights of two hours it's just Uh like like four hours of television to have that for two women left i mean like yes there was a lot (laughs) of stuff but you it did not need to be four hours right it could have easily been two hours and a reunion it could have been an hour and a reunion like you could have trimmed stuff from that episode (laughs) okay 
I mean, yes, they're just they're just constrained also by the format with the rose ceremonies and the. Day but cards they're not with stuff. the with the rose ceremony and the date cards because they in the ep, in the early episodes they're like loosey goosey. They're not ending with rose ceremonies. <laughs> they're starting with rose ceremonies. Like there was no structure to those first yeah. bunch of episodes. They're just kind of like going with whatever they want. And then also like the 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 thing where it's like. I always find the one-on-one dates like like way more boring than the other sections, which I I think it's because there's less there's a lot less drama in those. Yeah. But but then there's so much drama in like who he does take on one. I don't know, but just the whole I the I want I honestly wanted to like the show more than I did, and because I love like a trashy show, but this just I wasn't like as engaged as I needed to be. You know, I think you're less Bachelor and more Love Is Blind, but um, it seems like you won't even give that a chance. So, Uh, well, now I've been burned after (laughs) however many hours of watching this. I'm just like, I need to take a break. But here's the good news: Big Brother Canada is back. I took a season (laughs) off last season and didn't watch it. I'm back this season and it is so good i had to like watch it as a cleansing balm last night in between the episodes while i was waiting for the episodes you watch are so good the parts you watch are so good but you're still self-editing so yeah but but here's the thing i like listen to fun recaps because the recaps (laughs) are more entertaining than the show sometimes because it's on three nights a week so it's like i watch the first i watch so with big brother it's like I don't the know first night of the week, it, okay, you know. whatever. But <laughs> the the middle night is less exciting because there's not that much that goes on that way. So you can right. easily watch the first episode of the week and this third episode of the week and get everything that's happening, basically. Well, so I guess the burning question is: Will you ever watch The Bachelor again? Oh, uh, probably <laughs> not. I I would cons. Well, here's the thing: like, if it was one of the girls from this season, I would consider watching it because mm-hmm. it's some random person. I feel like I'm not really yeah. that invested. I think I would probably like. Um, what's the what's the summer one? Paradise summer Island. Game. What's oh, it Bachelor called? in Paradise. Yes, you Bachelor in Paradise. That. Yeah, I think I would like that more. But That's I true. also feel like. It would be harder for me to appreciate that, speaking that I haven't, I don't know who probably most of the contestants are. So I'm sort of in like a catch 22 situation here where I don't know, like, can I only watch Bachelor in Paradise and not watch any of the seasons of The Bachelor? Like, would I be missing a lot if I I did that? They usually have most of the cast from the previous season. So you definitely know the majority of the girls. And then they do a good job of catching you up on all the drama. So. So maybe I'll watch that. You. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how how long are those episodes? Um Are they all I'm 2 hours again? They might be 2 hours, but it's much a shorter season. It's like it's like 6 weeks. Okay. But it might be an hour. I can't mm. remember. And there's a lot of bachelor content and you do get burnt out pretty quickly. But I think what was interesting about this season was just seeing how badly a lead can ruin the show. And Peter, for me, was just the worst bachelor. Because, yes, you want the See, drama. See, I didn't hate Peter. You want the drama, but you also want someone who can guide the ship. And Peter was just, like, rocking it back and forth. Like, I just don't think it worked well. Yeah, I mean, I guess I haven't seen any other seasons, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I did not, I did not like, despise Peter. I he found had him... no charisma. He had no control yeah. over his conversations well, I thought with he these ha- ladies. I thought, he w- I thought he had charisma. He mm. just wasn't... I just found him to be like too people pleasing like basically <laughs> yeah. anybody who came to him and and said anything or cried he was into yeah yeah it was he was he's very like watch. add in his dating which yeah. is another reason why he probably like why has barb is right that he should not be with madison because clearly he's like not ready to settle down yet yeah anyways this has is been a freaking long episode and i have to edit it tonight so <laughs> Do you okay, have anything yeah, else you would no, like to leave me with? That's The Bachelor. I'm glad that you watched 89% of it, except for the one episode we were going to mainly talk about this week. But it's fine. You watched it. I'm proud of you. And um, I'm sure you'll come crawling back to the franchise at some point. Like, it's hard to resist. Probably. So. Probably. <laughs> you know, I I don't have... Yeah. Me, like Peter, does not have that much, <laughs> you know, uh, self-control. So yeah. I'll probably be back <laughs> next season talking about, what's her name? Kayla? Courtney? Uh, Claire. Claire. Yeah. So 
Who knows? She's but, she's um, old, so that's going to be an yeah. old old people <laughs> yeah. season. They're all going to die of corona. Yeah. Well, they released the cast, and some of them are like twenty three. So I don't know how it's going to go. <laughs> yikes oh dear lord but anyways for more content you can find us on our social media accounts we're at ps you're wrong on instagram and twitter and facebook and um for anyone who's a fan of the show be sure to subscribe on apple Podcasts or spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts can't wait till i make you watch a whole season of big brother shelby yeah, we'll see. it's gonna we'll be great see. you only watch two episodes of survivor so you really <laughs> have no room to talk about this yeah. okay uh, we'll be back next week, provided that neither of us are dead. Um, <laughs> we'll see you then. Bye. <laughs>